The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay. What are we drinking today? We're enjoying a lovely <coughs> scotch. So we're going to try a Spay River. It's a single malt scotch whiskey, and it's aged in sherry casks. Sherry casks. Yeah, so it imparts that flavor. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's a lovely whiskey. Yeah. Let's see how it smells. It's kind of an amber. It's got a very... Kind of a, a wood. Yeah, very woody. Very note. wood note. Not quite cedar, but wood. Yeah. Oh, you can taste the sherry. You can taste it. Like the very first part it hits your tongue, it just explodes with the fruits of sherry. Yeah, you definitely can. It's a lovely whiskey. Do you add water to this one? I do a little bit. It's a little drop. Mm-hmm. Let me stir it a little bit, see if the nose changes. Softer. Yeah, same wood, but way softer. I think that got sweeter. It does. Like the fruit notes of the sherry are sweeter. Yeah, the water just hides the alcohol and the, the whiskey notes just pop. Yeah, I get a huge amount of plum. I think that's right. It tastes like a plummy. Yeah. It's very stone fruit. Yeah, very. Yeah, but that's a lovely whiskey. I love it. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder dot app. Okay, so today we have our very first reading from Concerning Littleton by Mecca Allen. Yes. And today we're at the forward. Yeah, just nice. Yeah, and the forward was written by Dr. Organa Mayer, who is a big little player, a BDL player mm-hmm. in San Francisco. That was in 2014. And it was really interesting, you know, because what she did was she sort of laid out the entirety of the fetish of ABDL. What they are, why people do them, what's, what are the motivations, how they approach it. And she made clear that there were many alliterations of the types of play. Yeah. But she laid out quite a few in consideration, I'm sure, with 
people that are into that finish, they already know those, but right. I think for people that are new like us, it was fascinating to be able to just hear the different constructs. Well, what I found interesting was that inside of the story ABTL, there are a whole bunch of other power relationships, cuckolding. Things I wasn't aware of. Yeah, think, exactly. So Chastity. Chastity. All sorts of things that leverage or, or level up the fetish to another level. Yes. That are available inside of finding an eroticism in age play or in adult baby diapering. That is not for everybody. It's a, it's it's not a for niche. It's, it's definitely a, a power exchange. Totally, and yeah. It, without being too too much of a broad stroke over this, but what I was looking for a word that I could identify with where I see power at, because I don't live in the ABDL area. Right. But it's there's central dominance. I mean, you'd hope you, you don't have an yeah. abusive parent, Not right? exactly. Mommy right, or right, daddy. Right, yeah. So the idea is you're looking for central dominance, but it's very specific. It's very specific in the care that the dominant gives you and the, you know, and the structure around ABDL. Right? right, but it's relatively similar if you talk about power dynamics in any other power. So I get it. I can see why it would appeal. Yeah, for sure. The thing that I was interested in was the conversation that she had about the source of this fetish, mm-hmm. this idea of adult regression to mm-hmm. a particular age. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, as we interact with ourselves as human beings, we have incomplete business from different ages. Right. I think you're right on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that part of this fetish, and, and I'm just speculating, is the ability to go back and get complete about things that happened when you were a kid or didn't happen when you were a kid. Yeah. Recycle through, you know, because let's just be honest, you know, we don't choose our family. We just right. get to have them. Right, right. So, of course, in the real world of, which is not what this fetish is, moms and dads kind of thing we're not talking about illegal type of acts, but you could have a very caring parent, adult figure right. who's in control, right? Or you could have someone that's shitty. And what's interesting is when you choose this fetish, you get to choose your mommy or daddy. You're, right. you're choosing the person based on what your needs are or what you didn't get before or what you want now or what you want to explore, etc. And I think there's something very powerful in that when we're talking age regression and working through old situations yeah. that maybe you just want to experience someone who gives a shit. I think that's a really good point. I also was impressed with the description that she gave about the ABDL experience. And what she wrote was the broad spectrum of ABDL play can include gender role manipulation, erotic embarrassment, cuckold fantasies, corporal discipline, chastity and an endless list of hybrids of possibilities, each driven by our own desires and the unique synthesis that occurs when we bring our desires into relationship with another person or persons. And I think that's sort of the essence of kink, right? The essence of kink is it's very personal. Very. Like, you know, you and I have embarked on some new explorations in our kink recently. Right, right. And one of the things that landed for me was this notion of sissy slut. Yeah. Which was completely... I was oblivious to it. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't great. in my in my wheelhouse. It right. wasn't in my window. It wasn't in my telescope. There right. was nothing there. It was like it came out of nowhere. You know, it's, I think right? it's been interesting about this, that journey. Not to digress too much, yeah. but 
obviously I didn't know that either. I didn't think that up and just say, let's take this on. It happened organically as a discovery and you proclaimed and and moved in a direction. And I, as a dominant, want you to be fully self-expressed, followed your lead with it without making meaning of, I mean, I did typical of being human, ask questions and, and if I was making meaning, ask for clarification. And because I trust what you tell me, uh, that's all I needed was just to understand so that I could further your journey without getting in the way of your journey by having all this meaning I make. And what is interesting is that's freed me too, to just be expressive in that moment under that context of what you're working through or or what you want to explore without a bunch of garbage. Not a lot of story. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's very interesting because as human beings, we have a tendency to bring stories to the conversation that we're in, especially around sexuality and power, yes. right? Yes. And the way that this particular fetish, ABDL, lands for me is that it sort of cuts deeply into the stories that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to have a story about somebody diapering when they're diapering you, right? Right. We talked to Mako, the author of this book that came out on Monday last week. Mm -hmm. And he made a really interesting point, which is there's sort of an access to Zen in the kink that you're participating in, you know? And in a power dynamic, in a situation where you have a desire to express yourself as, say, a 12-year-old or a 6-year-old. Yeah. And you've got a caregiver who is diapering you and powdering you and cooing on you. And, right. and you have an experience of being loved as a child that was missing from you. Yeah. That's eroticized because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's very powerful to get access to that space of Zen where you're actually just being in the moment. Yeah With the experience, right? And that's I, think why that's, I think that's why I think role play is powerful. I've had a second in my head about what role play does for people because because we're coaching people now and I recognize that they get caught into their stories yes. and not everyone has where we've really been able to let go of things that that are probably still plaguing people already right, right. that's a common human experience nothing's wrong right. it's just where people are at right. but if you commit to a role like you you choose that and you're all in then there is a state, I believe, even though it's a role play, I think they get to as close as they can get to being as possible because the effort it takes to be in the role and the presence you have to have to maintain the role, to be there, to be all of it. This is really just coming to me from our experience in our scene today, how I recognize there's no effort with being, there's no role I'm playing. I'm a submissive and I'm also a mistress. And so there is no dissonance between that. It's just very easy. It's, it's who I am. It's like I have brown hair. And so with people that might have space or things in their way, or they're playing with partners that aren't ongoing or whatever, how do they get themselves into that place? The role play gives them that space to get as close as they can to being. And it does force it. Cause if your mind is focused on that, you're forced in that. Yeah. Well, I think for most people, they live very unauthentic lives. Sure. Right? They're pretending a lot of things in the world yes. they're in. And what role play gives them access to is their true authentic self for the moment. Yeah. And that's what I mean, because yes. it's so concentrated. Yeah. 
that's as close as they get to actually being. Right. And it's that's pretty profound because you wonder why people keep gravitating back to role play. Well, it's because they're getting a, a little curtain is pulling away in the window of being present. Right. And, and we now walk through that door and are just present. Right. Others are just peering through the window, but they are that's as close as they're getting. And well, it's we're, pretty well, magical. We are lifestyle we are lifestyle kingsters and so yeah. we live our lifestyle right now. What ABDL allows you is as an adult to be diapered, you're living your experience. Yeah. In reality, as you walk around through the day, people don't necessarily have to know that you're an adult diapered baby. No. But you do. Well, it's like me wearing a butt plug. Right. I know I'm owned when yes. we're apart and I have a butt plug in. Yeah. I don't go advertising that because that's, no. that's something very personal to my self as being your slut, right? Right. It's the same thing with ABDL. Now, I will also say not all ABDLs wear diapers 24-7. Sure. Some do are sure just do. like us, right. lifestyle people, and some do play like that. And right. that's what's interesting is that people can express themselves however they want in this fetish. Right. We know Mako as a polyamorous adult baby lifestyler, yes. right? ADBL lifestyler. And so this book is going to be really fascinating as so. we read into it to discover all of the ways that this fetish flows through different kinds of people. Because yes. he described to us how the book takes place in a college town and there are all kinds of people with different levels of participation in different aspects of this fetish. Right. So I think it's going to be a really interesting exploration yeah. of this fetish, for want of a better word, Yeah. through the course of life as lived. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make light of this and say, oh, ABDL is just a fetish because no. it isn't. Because again, there's lots of people that live this as a lifestyle and they combine it with other things like, yes, you have mommy, but there's a power exchanges or not power exchanges where it's just a top and a bottom who trade right. off ABDL with each other. Right. There can be true tops. I think this particular group of fetishes together lends itself to power exchange relationships really well. Oh, yeah. I think it does. Oh, I and think I think does. that's the essential But I also role. think there's community in people who are, like, let's say diaper lovers, yeah. who can meet other bottoms or littles sure. as diaper lovers, as well as other tops to find out how what are their styles. Because think about this. It can be a million different ways. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, we talked to one adult baby lover in our first season, and he had a very particular fetish for a very particular set of rubber pants. And he was more of a diaper lover. Yeah, he was more of a he diaper was, lover than an adult baby. A little trying right. to be infantile or anything. You see, now, I didn't have that distinction until just now. Yeah, but I right. did. Yeah. And what he made really note on, and the forward really addressed this, was yeah. there's some deals that really want disposables or cloth diapers. Right. There's like a, it's one or the other that really right. is their thing. It speaks to them. And right. he went on and on about the rubber pants that he wanted and finally found. Right. Went through all these vendors, right? And that is what gives him huge satisfaction. And that he wears them because they kind of make a little bit of a sound, which he thinks is kind of coy. But he wears them and he says, no one would know Yeah, I have diapers on. I think we got after that call and I was like, wow. I mean, I get it. It's not my thing, but I get it. Yeah. 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 yeah very cool. I'm excited about this. Call. I am too. I am too. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. 
You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Thank you.